Hi, and welcome back to The Abnormal Christian. I am Brad Mason. I am here with my wife, Natasha Mason. Hi, guys. There we are. So we are back again for episode number 23. This is episode number 23. which Michael, is Michael Jordan episode. I wasn't even thinking that, but okay. So it's the Michael Jordan episode, which means it's going to be a slam dunk. Isn't that what it means? I don't know. Um, We're not actually going to make tennis shoes or anything out of this. So um, really coming back at you with episode 23, we're trying to, again, get into a more regular uh, recording process. We do have a computer on the way, something that is a little bit newer than what we're using. But thanks to good old Lappy here, we're still... uh, we're still going right along. So, um, new things kind of uh, in our life that uh, we're going to talk about a little bit in this episode. We're going to look at uh, prayer. Uh, I know we've had an episode where we talked about prayer before. What does it mean? Who is it for? Things like that. Um, but we're going to talk about a little bit different, a little bit a- different aspect of prayer. Context. Um, a little bit of context. I don't. What do you mean context? You're just going to say a word and leave me hanging. Context. Okay. So, <laughs> prayer anyway. in the context of marriage. Yes. Well, yeah. And I think we're going to talk a little bit about marriage in this episode as well. Not that I'm an expert at it by any means. Um, <laughs> and you, yeah. Anyhow. Um, so, um, prayer. So, let's talk about prayer. So, we had the episode before where we talked about prayer. What is it? What does it mean? Who's it for? Um, is it for God? Is it our, is it us trying to convince God to do something for us? Can it? change sure um and that's the other question can it affect the change in our life it really it gets down to um and we're kind of jumping into it but it really gets down to am i convincing god to do something for me um, and i think that's the idea that most people have of prayer they think that it is a uh, situation where again I, I ask god for something and he answers that prayer with either a yes or a no so that's the way it's always presented to us as children it's um and we can sway his decisions right and we're we're given that idea that we we can uh if we petition him enough right so if we pray frequently and we pray often um and we pray enough then god will hear our prayer and he'll answer that right but the bible says the uh the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much and so we look at that and we say well you know so as long as i pray fervently and I'm righteous, then it's going to have a lot of sway. I'm going to sway God's opinion and I'm going to um, change his mind and, and things like that. So uh, I think that's what American versions of prayer are. If you watch a lot of TV preachers and a lot of these um, prosperity gospel, um, the new apostolic reformation, I love that NAR great name guys. Uh, but anyway, so that's a lot of what they say. It's a lot, it's about being that prayers, having faith. If things don't happen in your life, it's because you lack faith. Um, and which is if you're a, a good and well-rooted Christian, you know that things happen in your life because of Jesus. They don't happen because of your faith or your lack of faith. They happen because God's son died for your sins and he has all intentions to do good for you or good, do good to you. Um, so really, honestly, you know, there was a man who came to Jesus who said his daughter had died and he said, if you would just come and raise her up, you know, I know she'll live. And, uh, he said, well, you know, do you believe? And the man said, I believe, but you know, I help my unbelief. Cause he had this disbelief in him. He believed that Jesus could do it, but he still wasn't quite a hundred percent sure. But Jesus never said, well, I'm not going to do it. You don't have enough faith. Right. So he he didn't he didn't qualify the miracles by saying you you need to pray more. You need to ask more. You didn't ask enough. You asked 23 times when you should have asked 37 times and you haven't actually hit the goal there. So um, so prayer is a little bit it's unique in, in the way that we use it. 
Um, and the reason we bring this subject up again is because we, I want to challenge everybody to do what I would like to call a per, a 30 day prayer challenge. Um, and, and I kind of want to, instead of saying, Hey, we're going to do this going forward, kind of go back a little bit about a month ago. And so about a month ago, I went to my wife and I said, you know, we pray, I know she prays and I pray. This is the, this is what Christians do. We like to, uh, we like to go and pray and we like to pray alone and we like to pray when we're driving and we like to pray in all these different situations. We pray for dinner when we're sitting down together, but rarely do a lot of people get together, husbands and wives, um, parents and children, rarely do they get together and they pray and they should, and we should, and, and we haven't. And that's the honest truth. I spend a lot of time praying and talking to the Lord every single day. I mean, there's a lot of times where I'm just having a conversation with him. And so you know, I went to her and I said, you know, I really want us to start praying every day. And uh, we're going to we're going to try and pray every night if we can. And we're going to uh, we're going to see what happens. We're going to see if there's any change that occurs in in our lives, anything that's going to happen. So we we about a month ago, we started praying together. Um, we started bringing some petitions to the Lord, some things that were concerned to us. Um, and so uh, that was over 30 days ago. And so, you know, when it comes to the does it do anything? Yes, absolutely. I think it did. Um, I, th I think it helped build our relationship. I agree. Uh, she, yes. I, I think it helped build our relationship, but it also helps us build um, trust in the other person that you've got faith that they believe what you believe. They're praying to the same God that you pray to. So the basic simple stuff was really easy. I, I think it's easy for me, especially for me. I grew up in church. I grew up praying in front of people. Um, prayer is not a hard thing. Um, it's just the... It's doing it regularly uh, together. That's the tough part. I think, I don't know why, but I don't think, you know, I think I told you before, I don't think the flesh likes us praying. I don't think our body, the sin nature that we have, I, I think it's completely opposed to prayer. This is why people don't read their Bibles and they don't pray. It's not that they don't have a desire. It's just they're fighting the flesh. It doesn't like those things. It's like, you know, when you give your kid medicine and they're sick and you give them that grape flavor, that, that cherry flavor, and it's just nasty. It's good for them, but they don't want it because it tastes nasty. So I think sin in our, in our bodies works the same way. It sees the righteousness. It sees the holiness that God's injecting into us, and it wants to fight back. And Paul brought it up. He said, you know, the flesh and the spirit are fighting against each other because, you know, one wants this way and the other wants that way. And so it's it's that real fight. Um, so prayer is a lot of the same way. So really the, the, the basic layout of this is to start praying. Um, and, and, and I'm encouraging people to pray, you know, if you could give it a 30 day shot, hit, pray as much as you can pray every day. If you can pray every evening before you go to bed, pray when you you know, you get up in the morning, whatever you want to set there, but really give yourself 30 days and see what happens. And the real, the real crux of this falls at two. Did we at any point change God's mind? Me and you, did we, we were praying. Did we change God's mind? It's hard to know. It's hard to know. So any of the specific things, and we don't have to get into specifics because there's a lot of things in our prayer life and our personal life we don't want to put on the podcast, but were there specific things in our life that we saw changing? Yes. Over the last 30 days. So there are specific things that we know of that we saw changing. Now, here's the interesting question I posed the other day. Do you think these things would have occurred had we not prayed? There's a great possibility. <laughs> yes. There's a great possibility that the things that we're, we're going to. So the, the basic idea is that God 
has plans for us. He's going, it's all according to his will and it's all according to his work and his progress. So what prayer is doing, it is getting me ready. It's preparing me to see what God is going to do. So we came to God with some petitions, some things in our lives that we wanted to pray about specifically, and we laid them out. And and from the external view, from our view, it looks as if God is answering prayers. And so we say, wow, you know, we're praying for this and God is answering our prayer. When really all along, what I think is happening is that God already had a plan in place. And now because we are putting ourselves in humble subjection to it, we're able to see him working. We are able to see what he was already going to do. Now we're realizing that our spirit, that um, the will, right? The will of God that we have in our lives is aligning with his. It's not that he's aligning to us. We are aligning to him. So we're, we're becoming subjective. Uh, yeah. To him. And so we're saying in this prayer time, Lord, I, I'm, I, I would like to see you work in this way when all along he was going to work in that way. And so when it happens, we're just like, wow, that's amazing. You know, you think we notice it more? Absolutely. I think we definitely notice that God is working more when we're praying about specific things and we see that God is, uh, he's moving these pieces into place and, um, and, and you can point at it and you can say, that's what we prayed about. You know, that's what we were talking about and we know he's moving. Um, so now the other side of this, let me go ahead and roll out the other side of the prayer and asking God. So one thing you do have to prepare yourself for when you go to pray and when you go to the Lord with something in your life, whatever it is, if it's a difficult situation, hard things are going on, whatever. If you want to see some kind of change occur, you need to prepare yourself for everything that goes along with it. Because even in our willingness to ask God for some things to occur, there are some what we perceive as negative and bad things that happen. And so we look at it and we say, wow, I really didn't want that to happen. I don't understand. How come that is in when all along it's a bigger picture? You know, right now in the temporary, we look and see, um, and I'm just going to say, I've got two sons who are in Oklahoma right now and them being away from us, they went, they went there for the summer. I was planning on them coming home. Um, and so, uh, you know, I had fully intended to go pick them up. And they wanted to, they decided they want to stay there and they want to go to school with the, live with their mother and they want to stay there and go to school for the next school year. Um, and so, you know, it's hard because I wanted them home and I'd never intended for them to stay there. Um, but that them staying there has opened up other doors. And that was part of that prayer process of Lord, I want I want something in this one area of my life to, um, to change. And I want this one area to open up. And so the Lord says, okay, for me to do that, I'm going to have to do this over here. And I'm going to have to put something over here on the side, which you're probably not going to like, it's going to hurt a little bit, but it's for the greater, it's for the good. It's for that, you know, that ultimate outcome of having prayer answered. And so, you know, my, my advice to people who listen to the podcast is that, um, you know, we're real, we're just real people. We're not, we're not, we, do we have a church anywhere? What do you mean? Do me and you run a church anywhere? No, we don't run a church. Do we run a television broadcast? No. No, this podcast is as close to us being any kind of, I don't even want to use the word famous, but well-known of any sort. This podcast is it. And we're real people. We've had real situations and real lives, and we're dealing with it every day. We're working every day. We work secular jobs, if you want to call it that. Um, but we're, we're living in that. And so when we, when I'm telling you that when you come to God and you have these things in your life that you want to pray about, you know, make sure you know what you're talking about, 
because there's some heavy changes that come along with prayer. Prayer real yeah, does prayer work? Yeah, it works on me. It changes me. It, it aligns me to God. But at the same time, there are some painful things sometimes that come along with that. Now we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to those that are called according to his purpose. That's what the scripture teaches us. And that's excellent and fine. But also you should know the scripture says, you know, there's this refinement that we go through and we're we're refined. And it and it usually uses the term fire that, you know, that we should hopefully we're going to come forth as gold if he tests us and he tries us and he refines us um, because it's a hard process. So but what does fire do to. It melts, it melts, especially it's a metal moldable. Right. It, it changes the composition of it instead of it's something hard and rigid. It makes it to where you can shape, where it's, shape it. Yes, exactly. So that's what we want God to do for us. So prayer in that context, that's what we're talking about. So when you I'm, I would encourage you just to set your own little goal of 30 days. Um, the longer you do it, the easier it gets. Um, just, I, miss, I miss it when we're not able to do it. Yes. Uh, a lot of times she'll she'll go to work. She has to work the next day and I'll be up with my, our daughters and uh, she'll go to bed before us. And so usually I'll pray when I go to bed. She's already asleep. So we kind of do that. Um, and that's like twice, maybe every every two weeks, something like that. But we, oh, there goes my computer. Excellent. Oh. So we do tend to do, um, we do tend to do that. Still got a lot of personal prayer in times when I talk to the Lord. Um, one of the interesting things I always thought about prayer, I think it was, um, I can't think of the, it might've been Sheffy, the movie Sheffy. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on YouTube. It's a great movie. Um, but it's about a preacher. And I think there's one instance where he's praying. This is a true story, but he's praying. And this person says, uh, you know, you're talking to God, like he's in the room, you know, cause he was talking to God, like he would talk to someone else. And he's like, God is in the room. You know, what do you, what do you, you know? So I think if you don't know how to pray, let's even talk to those people a little bit. Say you're new at prayer, you're new a Christian or whatever it is. Maybe you've been a Christian your whole life. You're born again, you're saved, but you've never been a great prayer and you don't know how to do it. Um, the best way, it's just like riding a bicycle. The more you practice it, the better you're going to get at it. And it's not an idea of, I want to be practiced at prayer, but it's more an idea that, um, the more, the more you do it, the easier it is. And I think one of the things that's, that I've learned over the years as a believer is if you want to see how close someone is to God and in relation to their relationship with God, ask them to pray. Um, you ever been somewhere and you see somebody and they're like, oh, we're going to have, okay, everybody, we're going to have family dinner. Let Uncle Joe pray. And then Uncle Joe, he just. It's always just, that one guy. Yeah. And he's like really awkward. And he's like, um. <laughs> God is great. God, you know, he starts the tradition and, and it's really a struggle for him to pray. And you, you know, you grow up and you think, wow, that guy's, he's, you know, he's a Christian. I don't understand why this is a really complicated process. And then you go to the old country church and they say, uh, brother Bill, would you mind praying? And brother Bill pops up and he just starts talking to the Lord. And you kind of wonder if he's going to stop, but he's praying for everybody and their brother because he, he is in that relationship to where he knows he can talk to God and God is going to listen. And so if you're new at prayer, the, the, the best advice I could give you is talk to the Lord. Like he is a person sitting beside you in the room. He is genuinely interested in what you have to say. He cares about you. The scripture says, cast all your cares on Jesus because he cares for you. Give all your cares to him. Tell him all your worries. Tell him all your troubles. You know, one of the things that, that I do, I know in my own personal prayer is, a. Uh, is, is just come to God with thanksgiving. You have to be, you got to understand your position. This is the king of the universe that you're talking to. He has given you everything. You had nothing. You had no right to anything. I'm about to get fired up. 
You had, <laughs> you had no rights to anything and he gave you everything. And so a lot of, and I know I, sometimes maybe I sound like a broken record, but I'm just thanking God. You know, I like to thank God for the day and, and what he's done for us and, and how he's provided and, um, just our very health and just the ability to wake up and the existence that we have. You know, those are, those are things he knows about, but he does, I want him to know how thankful I am. Right. So it's not always about coming to God and asking for things. Um, and then prayer, a lot of times, is always about praying for other people. Spend your time praying for someone else. Don't always be concerned with yourself. You know, pray for your friends. You need, you got a lot of friends who need salvation. Pray for that. Pray for your family, people who are sick. Pray for that. Um, if you're in a, if you're in a marriage or you're in a relationship, pray for that. Pray that God's in the middle of that, and that that He is at center, that that focus of of who you are and everything you do. Um, once you get those things down, right, and you start getting that prayer process down, um, it becomes easier to talk to the Lord. Then when someone says, hey, you know, would you mind praying with me? Oh, that's another one. That's a real tough. That's a tight one. Right. So asking someone to pray in, in a group setting and watching them be uncomfortable tells you a little bit about their relationship with God. They're not used to praying. Now take it to another level. Somebody asking to pray with you or for you. Would you pray with me? Would you pray for me? Boy, you want to see some people squirm. I've seen that. I've seen somebody be like, could you pray for me? I have a lot of people who ask me, hey, will you pray for me? And I I'm, I always say yes, because I'm going to. And a lot of times I'll immediately pray for them in that moment. Or, you know, if they walk away, I take the time to stop and pray for them because I'm not going to. I'm not going to be a prayer liar. I'm not going to say I'm going to, this is the app. This is Facebook. I'm railing on Facebook a little bit here. This is a pet peeve of his. She knows I get aggravated when I see on Facebook, oh, prayer, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and we're going thoughts and prayers. You know what? You know what? And the world has picked up on this. Every time something tragic happens and there's a, a hurricane or there's a, a school shooting, people get on Facebook and they go, oh, thoughts and prayers, thoughts. And the, and the, the, the atheists, don't say hypocrites, but the atheists, they like to shoot back with, well, yeah, your thoughts and prayers are really going to go a long way you know and they're probably right because nobody's actually praying stop saying it if you're not going to pray don't say i'm going to pray for you that drives me insane just say nothing yes don't say it. say good luck high five buddy hope everything works out really because if, if if as many people were praying as they said they were on facebook we would see change in society we would see change in our family's lives instead of getting on there and, and just it's a, if you're not going to pray that's a lie just you know you're not supposed to do that so Anyway, just saying, we're just pointing that out. I'm encouraging you to pray. This is what this is about. Pray, talk to the Lord. He's going to, if you start praying, it will put your life and your, whatever you're going through, it's going to put it in a position to where you can see God working. Because if you're never seeking, you're not going to see it. I mean, I, I don't want to sound like one of those prosperity guys, but if you're not, if you're not seeking to see God work, you're not going to see it when it happens. He's going to do it. You're going to so, miss it. Yes, and you're going to miss it. So get your eyes open, start praying, so you can see what God has for you. And so that's our, that's my 30-day prayer challenge to you. If you do it and you see some change in your life, email me, bfmason761hotmail.com. Leave me a message. I want to hear from somebody saying, hey, man, I tried this. Yeah, you know, it actually, because prayer does work. Uh, again, I think it all depends on who you're praying to. Um, so that's a whole other subject. Um, but prayer will work. If you're a believer, prayer will work. Now. If you're lost, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not a Christian, you're sitting there and you're giggling at our redneck accents or whatever it is, um, and you're saying, hey, does God hear me? I'm going to tell you right now, no, 
God does not hear the lost. God does not hear the prayers of the sinner. The only time God hears a sinner is when he's willing to repent and open his mouth and confess with his mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. That's when God hears us. When we come to him and we say we're wretched, we're undone, we need to be saved. I want salvation. I need salvation. That's when he hears us. Now, the other side of that is, is that God is already, if he's doing that and you feel that way, he's already convicted you. So he's on you before you even open your mouth. So, yeah. So that's, that's the only time. Then God starts hearing your prayer. It's just like my kids, you know, if I go to a school somewhere and there's, there's my kids mixed in with 20 or 30 other kids and all 20 or 30 of them are screaming at me. I'm really not paying attention to any of them except for mine. Those are my children. I want to hear what they got to say. The rest of y'all can go away. Um, and so you say, well, that's, that doesn't sound fair. That doesn't sound like the God that we know. Really, you should read the rest of the scripture. It says there's going to be a moment when Jesus is going to say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. If you're not born again, he's going to say, um, who are you? He knows who you are, but he's, he doesn't have a relationship with you. He's never, you, you know, you're not been washed. And so that's what this is all about is about coming to God and saying, Hey, I want him to answer my prayers. I want him to hear my prayers. First thing is, are you saved? Are you born again? You must be saved in order for God to hear your prayers. Uh, there's a lot of people and, and you, you look at it and you say, there's a lot of people too, who do the, um, Oh Lord, if you get me out of this, I'll never do it again. We went over that a few times. Right. Um, if you get me out of the situation and, and so they wind up getting back in the situation, God never really got them out of it. And they're like, I don't understand why ain't he listening? Why, why isn't God answering our prayers? He doesn't hear the prayers of the unjust. It's, <clears throat> it's scripture. It's there. It's not, it's not very complicated. Um, so, you know, part of this other thing too is, is for our marriage, for our relationship, is it important that we pray? For each other? Oh, together, for each other. Yeah, I think it brings us closer. <laughs> She's like, yeah, maybe. Yes, I think, it, uh, no, I, I agree with you. I think it is important that we pray together. I think it's important that we pray for each other. Um, I think it, it, uh, it builds a trust that we have together. Um, and, and, you know, I think that too goes into, we were, we we're talking a little bit earlier about all this and we're talking about uh, the other portion of this is, um, is marriage important? I mean, it goes along with prayer because prayer is that relationship between us and God. And then prayer between me and her is, is a strengthening our relationship together. Um, but you know, when we talk about prayer, right. And we say that God, uh, doesn't hear the prayer of the wicked and he doesn't hear the prayer of the sinner, um, other than repentance, does it do us any good to have a relationship that is not Christ centered? Um, I, I guess the question there is, is it, a, is it good? I had somebody ask me the other day, we'll just go back. And he said, um, let me see if I remember how he said it. He said, shacking up. So in, in America and in English, we have this phrase called shacking up. And he said, uh, he said, preacher man, he said, uh, does the Bible say anything uh, is wrong with shacking up? Ain't shacking up the same thing as getting married. And I said, excuse me? And he says, shacking up. You know, me and my old lady, we're shacking up. Is that wrong? He said, I don't think it, it does the Bible say it's wrong. Adam and Eve wasn't. He said, they weren't married. God wasn't. There wasn't no preacher there to marry Adam and Eve. And, but they were shacking up. And I said, I said, I, you know, I like the, you know, the verbiage shacking up. Um, but uh, technically Adam and Eve, Eve was taken from Adam. She was removed from his side. She was a, uh, the flesh of his flesh, bone of my bone. Remember that verse, right? So Adam and Eve, while they may not have had a marriage ceremony, um, Adam and Eve were one person. 
they were the same person. So yeah, they were married in the sense that they're the first, they're one person. So in the rest of Genesis, like two or three chapters later, that's why it says a husband should leave his mother and uh, mother, mother and father, and a wife should leave her parents, and the two should become one flesh because it's an example of what Adam and Eve had done. Um, they were one flesh. So um, the question is: Is marriage important? And so this is what we're going to, this is the other half of this episode is the first one was 30 day prayer. Get on that. Let's make that happen. People, um, 31 days, if you're following a month or whatever. So the second half of this podcast is going to be, um, is marriage important and maybe why? So you got anything to say about that? Maybe. Oh my goodness. Well, and <laughs> let's have it. Well, Well, let's put it in context because you like to use the word context. So we live in the world, the world that we live in. If you're um, a quick shout out, we do have people around the world who listen to the podcast, which is fantastic. But the world is is spinning at the same pace. Right. And and generally all of the um, the morality, I'm not going to say all of it, but a large percentage of the morality seems to be the same to where the idea that marriage is antiquated. But it's not, though. Right. I agree. No, I'm saying that's Not, the way the world sees it. Yeah. they. Hmm, I think it's just a whole big movement in society as a whole that's just breaking down the fabric of the family. Right. I agree. No, absolutely. I agree with that. Um, so let's... Uh, hmm. This could be really long. We're so getting we're, on a rabbit trail. That's why I'm like, are we going to talk about this in this one? Or are we going to do another one? Tell you what one? we're going to do. We're going to, we're coming to the end of this where you, we try to keep these between 30 minutes because we know you people are busy and we appreciate you listening. So we're going to go into the next episode. We're going to go right into it. Um, th- uh, that'll be uh, episode 25, I think, or yeah, 24. Uh, but anyway, so. That'll be it for this one. We're going to cut it off here and then pick up Is Marriage Important in the next episode. And I hope you listen to that if you want to hear um, some crazy thoughts of ours. Um, but anyway, so I want to give a quick uh, thank you to people. Um, I woke up today and I saw we had 22 listens in Iran, uh, which is fantastic. Um, if it's brothers and sisters in Christ, awesome. If, it, if your terrorist planning on bombing me, good luck. Um, but whatever it is, whoever you are, we're glad to have you listening. We thank you for that. We've got people in the United Kingdom. We've got people in Ukraine. Um, we've got people in South Africa. We've got people in Australia, Canada, uh, across the U.S., people in the U.K. Um, we, you don't understand how important it is for us to, uh, we like to do these podcasts, but we, we're just absolutely thankful when we see that people are actually listening. And maybe, you know, again, if you're new to this, we're in the United States of America. We're in the great and wonderful state of North Carolina. Um, and we're just doing our part for Christ as much as we can. So we really do appreciate you listening. Please share the podcast with people. We are on Facebook and all, you know, all the social stuff that everybody does iTunes, iHeartRadio. Yep, yeah, we're on. I, yeah, anywhere you want to download the podcast, it's generally going to be there. Um, we do have a Facebook page. We do have a uh, Instagram. Are we on yeah, there? Okay, we do. we do a little Instagramming. We do some tweeting on the Twitterverse. Not a lot, but we're there. So uh, from Brad and Natasha, we will catch you again. See ya. <laughs>